Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Geekly Revealed. It's that show that brings you geeky news on a weekly basis. That's geeky, that's weekly, that's geekly. As always, it's me, your host, Dom, aka Brother Dom, all over the internet. And once again, I'm joined by my zombie-like undead co-host. Would you like to tell the people who you are? Yeah, so um, my I'm one of the fast zombies. Um, definitely like eating brains. You should really run. Uh, cause of death was a... Was a virus more like uh, not to get too topical, but you know. And uh, my name is uh, Zombie Stephanie, aka Captain Steph on Twitter, <laughs> Snowpear on Tumblr, and Hello Steph on Instagram. Uh, and I'm Eric, and I've always been undead since 2017, so uh, nothing is really different about me. I guess you would say <laughs> I'm a slow zombie, considering I'm large and don't like to run. So. So, that's it's just a weird fact like i've been undead since 2017 that's actually a yeah. fact like cool that's that's yeah. cool <laughs> that's a cool true fun fact <laughs> um, <laughs> well yeah we're just having a good old one i'd uh ask how you two are doing but it seems like you both are in high spirits Maybe i'm in sp- i'm not a spirit i'm a zombie so no i'm not <laughs> i'm not a spirit not in high spirits i'm a ghoul why did we both say that i don't know (laughs) so uh speaking of gabagool what have you two been eating today (laughs) it's it's geekly reveal we have to have food chat or else people will ride in the streets uh for lunch i had chipotle because i wanted my food brought to me and they do a dollar for delivery so that's pretty cool and then uh, for dinner, I made some miso ramen with uh, fish cakes and gyoza. The Naruto's? Well, no, it was just like fried fish cakes. I don't know. It okay. sounds way fancier than it was. Most of it was made in a microwave. So. <laughs> my most like a solid like half of my uh, whatchamacall of my fancy tacos I made for dinner were made in a microwave because I had to microwave the refried beans and the like uncle ben's rice bag thing yeah but man refried beans are like way better than they have any right to be because they look disgusting oh yeah they look horrible and you taste it you're like oh did i do i really want these do i need these and then you eat them and you're like oh that shit's good yeah turns out it's just salt (laughs) yeah it's just it's like like the consistency of mashed potatoes and just the taste of salt yeah so mashed potatoes (laughs) (laughs) it's true good mashed potatoes that's funny we were talking about uh, what did I eat today? I had pizza, just oven pizza and just lots of fluids, you know, lots of water, tea, and Pedialyte, because I'm, I'm not doing so well, so I'm just fighting that off and hoping I get better in about two weeks or so. Well, you know, they, what they say is that pizza is the healthiest food you could possibly eat when you're sick, so... Yeah. We've had soup for, like, the last three days, and it's like, I want to eat something else. That's fair. It wasn't a. That was the one thing that was like, this isn't a healthy decision. This is a, a, a healthy soul this decision. Is emotionally, yes, yeah, emotional. Yeah. I always want to eat the most garbage stuff when I'm sick, and my body, and my brain's like, Stephanie, you should have soup, and I'm like, oh, but I want McDonald's. Ugh. I can't eat that stuff when I feel bad, like my because my throat just feels like unappetized uh, and stuff, you know. Speaking of McDonald's, the McRib is back again. Yeah. <laughs> Today. Yeah, again. And- again and i've eaten two so far and i don't even really like mcribs i was gonna say i don't think i've ever actually had the mcrib so like it's way better than it has any right to be for being what is essentially just a 
pork patty with barbecue sauce and like that's like they put onions and pickles on it to try to make it feel fancier and like whatever <laughs> like it's it's a hamburger but made with pork <laughs> i think that's what we like is like it's just salt it's just mcdonald's salt yeah yeah just mcdonald's flavored salt but uh, they also if... brought back the holiday pies people which... like those I people, don't, but I... Those people are wrong, because I had one, and it was just a disappointing, like, Boston cream donut. Like, Is that what it is? I, I don't like cream-filled, like, pastries and stuff, so I was predisposed not to like it. I didn't know if it was actually bad. I just didn't like it. I mean, yeah, I was gonna ask what's in the holiday... I worked at McDonald's, I have no idea what's in the holiday cream pie. <laughs> It's, it's, it's called pretty, that. It's called, is it yes. called that? Wait, oh god, really? It is, yeah. All uh, I want that's... for Christmas is a holiday cream pie. Yeah. I, it, so... it has sprinkles on it, which is nice. Christmas Cinematic Universe episode two. <laughs> holiday cream pie. There it yeah. is. <laughs> Look, I, Good night, everybody. Is, I like I like McDonald's apple pies, but I would not yeah, eat the holiday good. cream pie again. No, McDonald's so... apple pies are like a top tier treat. That that's that uh, nobody knows why. That's the thing. McDonald's needs to stop selling everything except for their fries, their apple pies, and their Sprite. <laughs> my my dad told me that he watched like a thing, like a How It's Made type thing, and he said mm-hmm. the reason that their Sprite is so crisp is not that it's like a special format; it's just that they refrigerate the syrup before they use it. And that, that just makes sense. Like that's the only thing different. I'm like, wait, so it's not even like a proprietary thing. It's like he's like, no, any restaurant could do that. It's just the McDonald's chooses too, and that's why their Sprite's so good. And Amazing. I don't know. I would if also contend are... that they should they should be allowed to serve the McRib. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But I'm saying they could probably like still be like a billion dollar franchise with those three products. Oh yeah. <laughs> the thing is, is though McDonald's fries are only good when they're hot. Like other places, you can eat them once they cool off a little bit. But once McDonald's fries are cold or even like room temperature, they are absolutely disgusting. To most people, yes. Not to me because I love French fries and I will eat bottom tier, not trash, but trash tier fries I will eat. <laughs> That's just who I am. <laughs> it's okay. I feel you. Um, I, I continue to eat the fries once they're cold. But they, I mean, they, I, I, eat, the, I continue to eat them. I'm just not happy about it. I'm going to say just the proportion of ketchup increases dramatically. <laughs> Sam, I, I have pulled immediate, like a medium fries out of the refrigerator from the previous day and ate them like there was no problem. Like, maybe put a little bit of salt on them. I'm like, ah, yes, cold French fries from McDonald's are delicious. Okay, that's an so extra level saying, of oh, say, that's a, So we're on a, a call with a sociopath, is what I mean. Yeah. You say that, but you two are the are the people who eat cheese. So, like, who's... Mmm, <laughs> yes, daddy, give me some more mold, please. Like, gross. I especially like the kind that has mold on it sometimes. Yeah, blue cheese is fantastic. See, like, who's a sociopath now? Not me. I don't get sick from mold. I get sick from other stuff. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Cheese is fine. Live your life. We're living in hard times. Do what you need to do to enjoy yourself. Um, before we get into pop culture properly, unless you have more food takes, because how could you not? Um, I saw a thread on Twitter from uh, user at uh, Pookle Blinky, who you may have seen if you're on Facebook. Their threads go around there sometimes. There's like a little, their avatar like a little dog from this one comic. I forget what it's called, but they had a thread a couple days ago that I thought was very fascinating and said one of the things that's interesting about um, like fiction, like zombie fiction, is mm-hmm. that that maybe has impacted the way Americans in the world, but mostly Americans probably, view viruses has to do with that. Like in zombie movies, if you catch the zombie virus, 
there's no half zombie virus. You either are a human in your life or you catch the zombie virus, die and become a zombie. But what if there was a situation where like, oh, hey, you only got like a little bit scratched by a zombie or like you only have like light zombie symptoms, like could be different than somebody who has like full zombie virus. So maybe like you walk a little bit different like a zombie or maybe you you can't talk, but you don't have like the taste for flesh or something. Or maybe you become somebody's like, dog, I really need to eat some brains, but I can speak in coherent sentences. I can control myself. But holy shit, I've never wanted to eat brains so bad before. And that was like the gist of this thread. I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. that would have been very interesting for American, like, knowledge on viruses, but also I think would make more compelling movies, you know, like, oh, damn, I got, like, he grazed me, so I don't know what to do about this. Don't kill me until I turn, but then you never turn, but, you're, like, you look a little rotty, you know? I think I saw this same thread, and yeah, it would, it would, it definitely, like, does contribute, I think, to, uh... Like popular culture, yeah. Popular popular culture has not done us any favors when like trying to like uh, attack uh, a pandemic. Basically, yeah, is, is kind of what the gist of that whole thread was, which is very true and informative. <laughs> and, yeah, and given the fact that the entire Republican Party are the guy who would hide the fact that he had got a, a zombie bite, mm-hmm. doesn't make things easier, right? And just talking about just the spectrum of stuff, like, we think about how COVID is, where people are having, like, neurological or lung damage for a long time after it, and people are saying, oh, but there's only, like, X death rate, which is pretty callous considering the population in general, so, like, 1% of a big number is still a pretty big-ass number. Yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 like, you know, saying, like, that there are long-term effects, like, we still don't even really know what they are, we just are guessing at this point. Yeah, we just yeah. Uh, our long term is like, well, three months down the road, like some people haven't recovered their sense of taste yet. Some people are still weak, you know, like, so yeah. it's like three months is not the rest of your life. Like, no. But like, it, it does suck that you're seeing something for three months longer than you're like, well, I only had this virus for like two weeks and I feel better, except that I can't smell stuff like that's not better than. Like, yeah, <laughs> sounds like you now have a disability, like, which is unfortunate. Yeah, well, it's like my like watching the people who. And obviously, like, I was worried about him when he was sick, but, like, seeing people have such, like, bad side effects from it and then seeing my cockroach dad (laughs) get over it and, like, in enough time to be sick at the beginning of October and make it to, like, and then be over it and better after being in the ICU, be over it and better in enough time to come to my sister's wedding the weekend after the election. Like... And he was definitely still, like, weak, like, and he wouldn't fucking carry his fucking (laughs) oxygen around with him, so he kept, like, like, I had, he kept, like, uh, strategically forgetting it, because he didn't want to, you know, toxic masculinity is a hell of a drug, and he didn't want to be seen, like, needing to depend on the molecules that our (laughs) bodies require to live. Yo, fellas, is it gay to need oxygen to breathe? I maybe, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't consider that being better if you still like need to breathe like that. Uh, I think I would yeah, count that. But you would think, but well, no. But I mean, like other than that, like he just like was just a guy with one leg at a wedding. Like <laughs> <laughs> still, your dad is becoming a cyborg, and it's dope. <laughs> it's a lot. It actually is pretty cool. Like you, you know, the it's, thing it's, is, I keep. Tra- 
go ahead. More people are going to have the chance. I'm not going to get to make this joke anymore, so i got to make it now. Like, more people are going to have the ability to turn into cyber cyborgs before Cyberpunk 2077 actually comes out. <laughs> it's supposed to come out this week, but who knows? They can still delay it. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh yeah, God. I was going to say it's supposed to be out uh, on the 10th. Yeah, so, we can finally style our pubes, fam. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, there's been some more discourse around that. Uh, not that specifically, but around uh, <laughs> cyberpunk like, in general, because, like, it's just still treating their devs like shit, putting in some, like, insensitive content. You know, the normal gamer stuff. You know, the stuff they've been talking about since the game got announced. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, the stuff that they've talked time. about. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, the stuff turn- they've been promising us. <laughs> yeah, it turns out maybe, like... You know, I don't know. I have a lot of friends who are very like excited about that game, and they get mad at me for like poo pooing it a little bit. And I'm like, look, man, like, bro, how can you not make fun of a game that has pubic hair customization? Yeah, sorry, like even if it were a great game, (laughs) like, yeah, Yeah, a that b like like, it's there's a lot of problematic shit about it. Well, Eric, I feel like you're poo pooing the product, not so much the art piece. You know what I mean? And there's stuff that's wrong with the art piece. Don't get me wrong, Um, like some of the problematic stuff, but like them. Like, abusing your devs is a product problem that should be recognized. That's not saying you're a piece of shit if you like a game, because that's right. That's different enough. It's a different issue. Like, oh man, I like driving around Grand Theft Auto, or let's say I like riding the horses in Red Dead Redemption, but like, I don't appreciate that the devs got like crunched into oblivion. Those are two statements that don't contradict each other. Yeah. But you do have to recognize the second, the latter, because people are more important than like a game. Which is why I should play, play things by good studios like Supergiant, who makes great games like Hades that I've been playing forever. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, let's get into some topics, right? We've talked yeah. about food. I, I'll consider the zombie thing my the topic. I'll consider us jumping into that. That's my big topic. Because I don't know okay. what else here I would have talked about. So kind of stealthed that in. <laughs> but cool. Surprise topic. Stealthed myself. What's up, nerds? How you doing? You doing? Uh... Stealthy like uh, Oscar Isaac is Solid Snake. That's, you know, like, honestly a good choice. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of somebody who has a a great fondness for the Metal Gear games, except for five. um, (laughs) Yeah, that's a a pretty good, pretty solid choice. Solid choice. Yeah. Yeah, good for him getting to be in something where, like, I don't know, he might actually get lines and not get forgotten and then turn into a drug lord halfway through. Jesus. Yeah, one can only hope. Fucking Star Wars. Hey, the Lego one was good. <laughs> I stand by that still. I mean, I could have told you the Lego one would have been good from playing all the Lego Star Wars games. Oh, I knew. That's why I was. <laughs> that's why I was excited to watch it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. What other topics do we have? Steph, you want to tell us about being a good person or something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I recently saw a cool PSA kind of thing that, um. Cartoon Network's been doing because even though Steven Universe is not uh not running anymore, the characters are still you know out there and recognizable and have like their their whole various shticks and whatnot. Um, and so they've been doing these like anti-racist PSAs, which I think are really cool. Um, because they kind of like the one the the one I I watched most recently was the one with, was one with Pearl. Um, where like she's supposed to be giving like a she's in a classroom and she's giving like a little like lecture and like it's clearly like meant to be like scripted like like someone came to the set and was like hey pearl can you read this psa as if it was like a like real celebrity (laughs) kind of um and so 
like she reads this PSA about how like it's 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 such an interesting way they did it to me because there's the scripted PSA within the world of this like commercial where Pearl's talking about um and this one stuck out to me in particular because I actually um have worked on a book about Lewis Latimer um that is coming out next month which is very exciting um uh, we're I'm we're, one of the um series that I work on is a biography series that focuses on underrepresented uh people from history but um to give you context for who Lewis Latimer was the PSA ha- is like you've probably heard of Thomas Edison like he that's who you, who invented the light bulb right and the kids in the class are like yeah and she's like well actually it's uh you could probably credit it more directly to Lewis Latimer who invented the filament that allowed Edison to like create the light bulb or what have you um and so like that's like the cute little PSA and then but then Pearl's like but like like kind of breaks kayfabe I guess like and like kind of starts yelling at the camera overall about like why don't like why don't we interrogate why why you've learned your entire life that it was Thomas Edison that did this and not Lewis Latimer and I think it's really it's a really good way um for anyone but especially for kids to see like to take the extra step from like from being like quote-unquote woke i guess or like non-racist to like actively anti-racist yeah because which was the the point of the first one that they did too right yeah yeah the the whatchamacallit the garnet one yeah Mm -hmm. she was doing one where like some kid was yeah um some oh, yeah, kid was teasing the kid, it. like, she's like, hey, uh, you know, this kid, this, these two little boys are, well, I don't know the gender of the kids, I think it's purposely made ambiguous, which is kind of, which is part, also, in line with what you do, the kids are like, hey, you know, we're good friends, when we grow up, we should get married, and so their little kid's like, you guys can't get married, black people can't marry white people, and Gar's like, hey, kids, don't be racist, and they're like, good point, and then they're like, cut, that's a good job, and the one kid's like, this is the dumbest commercial I've ever worked on, people don't say stuff like this anymore. And some people are like, actually, they do. Like, a lot of people are still racist. Like, it's not good enough to just not be racist. You have to be anti-racist. And the kid's are like, oh, damn. I didn't know people still suck like that. I'm 10. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will I will continue to be not just not racist, but, like, anti-racist. And this commercial with Pearl, like you said, also adds to that. She asked, like, we're not going to talk about why he invented this. Like, why he wanted to have the filament in there. We're, we're, we're just going to just drop this. Like, okay. that's I'm pissed. <laughs> Yeah, so it's, I, I really like that that, like, takes that step to being, like, not only, like, is it good to learn about these people, these, like, hidden figures-esque people who were left out of history to this point, but it's also just as important to say, to interrogate why yeah. they were left out and yeah. work on doing better in the the future. Yeah, I think that's good. So. And I think it really worked with Pearl's character because I think we are shown in some points around the show that she's like this big history stickler buff. Like she's the kind of person who would be like, well, actually, yeah, she would well uh-huh. actually be like, hey, you're just gonna forget about like black people's involvement in this. Like that's that's pretty not good. That's not how it happened. Yeah, like why have you been like this for hundreds of years? You only live for like eighty years. Why? <laughs> yeah, she points out like humans don't live that long. Why are you telling lies about it? <laughs> why are you here? And I think it kind of works out a little bit too because there was like some heavy stuff in steven universe that didn't fully get like said said but it was interrogated like 
there was I don't know if there was like a straight up slave class on the gem homeworld, but there were definitely like servants and stuff. Like mm-hmm. Pearl is like a group of gems, like pearls are servants basically. So she would be like, hey, I, you know, like that would be something that kind of bothers her is like unfair treatment and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I can imagine this works for her. I, I, I bet they're going to do one with Amethyst and I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't have a message along the lines of don't judge people based on where they come from kind of thing. Uh-huh. Uh, that would play really well into her character. But, I mean, yeah, especially since like like marriage is a part like marriage between like different groups is a part of uh Garnet's story and like history is and history and actually that's even deeper than it could be. History and like hiding facts from people that are pertinent to the narrative. Actually, yeah. Is part of is part of Pearl's story. Yeah, not you mentioned I yeah, it, yeah. Two, two disparate groups coming together is, is Garnet's story. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> These are very clever. So yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's perfect. Yeah, that, that it's much much more deep than it needed to be. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, it could have just been like Steven and one of the gems. It could have just been Steven and Garnet saying, hey, don't be racist. That's it. Like, like no, we want this to, <laughs> per- to personally offend them. Uh, I saw someone in the comments making jokes. Uh... That like, yo, how come the gems didn't do anything about slavery? Like, if they were like, we saw them punching sharks during like colonial times. Why weren't they uh-huh. doing anything about slavery? And I'm like, well, someone pointed out that they said that I don't think World War Two happened in the canon of Steven Universe. So like, the mm-hmm. events could you could claim that they're different. For one, Russia just doesn't exist. So like, I don't know if it got destroyed or if it's just not there. But whatever, they might live on an alternate Earth. But Someone said, you know, we don't know that they didn't try to help out. Like, we know they have a fondness for humans. But then I point out, like, hey, you know, as much as Garnet, Pearl, and Amethyst may have wanted to, we know that Pink did have, like, a zoo of humans. So, like, I don't know if she'd care about <laughs> slavery that much. <laughs> like, the more the show went on, the more we're like, yo, Pink kind of sucks. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, made... like, that's kind of the whole point of the show is, uh... <laughs> Sometimes the people that we idolize and look up to uh, with big pictures on the walls and uh, consider our, our, like, glorious leaders were bad people, actually. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Weird that. So, yeah, maybe she said, hey, no, there's nothing going on down there in the south. We're up here in, like, New Jersey Beach City. Like, things are fine here. Like, don't go into this line, though. Like, nothing's down there. It's just a bunch of kindergartens. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I guess so. Guess I won't go down there. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But yeah, I, but that's the thing. It's you don't in your fiction don't like don't invite these questions by like putting your characters in historic times. Like, mm-hmm. Don't be like J.K. Rowling and say there's only seven wizarding schools around the world because now we have questions. <laughs> oh my god, that map I is mean, still so infuriating. <laughs> you could have just stopped that sentence after her don't, last name. <laughs> yeah, don't be J.K. Rowling. Yeah, that's true yeah. too. Um. Epic Rap Battles of History put out another one this week. It was uh, Harry Potter versus Luke Skywalker. And the what? person that did their uh, Lego Thor versus Zeus did this one too. And it was very good. Um, it, it's it's unfortunate because like as a property without looking too much into it, it's like, oh, Harry Potter's cute. Like the characters are cool, I guess. Like let, let's not think about this. It's fine. But they do point out in the rap battle that Harry Potter is just Luke Skywalker. 
Like Luke's like, okay, so let's see. You're on some place. You're at some place you didn't want to be with like your aunt and your uncle. Then some dude like in robes is like, yo, you got power, son. Then you get trained for a while, and then you got to go kill some old dude. Like, yeah, that sounds pretty familiar. Where'd you get that story from? <laughs> <laughs> like, you use a ma- yeah. you use a powerful stick. You have magic. Like, this sounds extremely familiar, dude. Where'd you get this from? I'm like, oh, damn, that's that's wild. A powerful stick. <laughs> <laughs> Love to get a powerful stick. Yeah, yeah but do you? You and me both. <laughs> who, <laughs> who doesn't? Hey, I didn't say what, how, or uh, what kind of powerful stick. I'm just gonna, we're just gonna leave it there and uh, move on to uh, yeah, yeah. This kid show we enjoy. It's good. <laughs> I wonder if <laughs> you know if I go to Diagon Alley, are there any Hitachi products there? <laughs> I mean, they do sell magic wands. <laughs> yes um eric yep i don't have a segue nope from <laughs> from pearl oh pearl makes holograms tell us about hollow life it's not oh, a I'm good segue you... but i'll do it yeah. I'll i'm sick who cares life's meaningless <laughs> i'm gonna tell you about a couple different types of holograms actually <laughs> so first i wanted to t- tell you about um so every year around the like uh November December like season there's a major Vocaloid concert called Magical Mirai which tends to be like a pretty big thing for fans especially like in Japan because that's where it is. Mm-hmm. And they they had it and they had it live and they had an audience which I was surprised by because well the world right now um mm-hmm. but so I watched it it was a very good concert but it was very weird because while they allowed fans to be there, they had to A, wear masks, and B, were not allowed to speak. <laughs> so. <laughs> I get why you wanted to wait to tell us this. This is hilarious. <laughs> so. It would cut to the crowd who is standing there silently waving glow sticks. <laughs> and like. You know, there's all these times where there's supposed to be, like, crowd interaction in the songs where, like, Miku will, like, directly point to the crowd, like, this is where you say a thing. And the crowd just doesn't do anything. Amazing. <laughs> and uh, there's generally, at the end of a concert, when they, like, they'll they'll do, like, a, a call for an encore, basically. So, like, you know, it yeah. shuts down the screens and the, the band walks away and they go change outfits. And uh, during that time, usually people are cheering, yelling for, like, you know, another song or whatever. But instead, it was three minutes of the crowd sitting in silence in the dark. (laughs) (laughs) Only to be met with the song that is called Hated by the World Itself. (laughs) It was surreal and amazing. You know what makes this, like, I don't know if it makes it better or worse, but, like, Miku is programmed, so, like... It's they could have like, changed this. <laughs> they, either A, they could have changed this, or the other point, it's not like Miku was personally offended by the lack of applause, so she played no. Hated by the World. It's like, that was always part of the play. Yeah, that was that was the song that was next on the list. Like, that was what it was going to be. So, yeah. Um, That's fucking ridiculous. I love it. Yeah, it, it was a good concert. I'll probably, you know, end up sending you guys clips at some point, because oh. there were some very good outfits. Uh, it was just, um, yeah, uh, 
just the the sitting and watching the crowd just completely silent <laughs> was very strange. Oh it's it's got to be so funny. It's, yeah. I, I mean, I get it, but that's hilarious. It's one of those things where I, I'm kind of like, well, you know, I get why they did that, but it's almost it would have almost been better if they just didn't have a crowd at yeah, that like, point. Like, like, I wouldn't <laughs> want to go to a concert and not vibe out. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do that in America. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell the audience you can't make any noise. Like, they wouldn't listen. For real. Now, do you think that do you think that would be the case at like an American Vocaloid concert though? Uh, it depends. That's like that's a niche enough. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's tough. Like, that's tough to to say one way or the other. Yeah. Um, I thought that'd be your best bet though at a Vocaloid concert. Like, no other concert I think would work. Yeah, I mean, hell, I I was at a final fantasy like orchestra concert and people were screaming and i'm like this is an orchestra we don't do that (laughs) (laughs) like you don't need to scream the name of the song when they start playing it like they know you don't need to do that at any kind of concert like just like that's you don't have to do that i don't care what level of decorum it is everybody knows the name of the song and if they don't like they'll they'll learn one day (laughs) the band for sure knows yeah it, it was, uh, but, but yeah, like just just watching that was surreal, but also surreal. And I've mentioned the, this in previous episodes, I think. But I started watching a lot more um, VTubers, specifically under the Hollow Live um, kind of like Roof, umbrella. Shingle, umbrella. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to tell you guys a little bit about this because I think it's blowing up more than expected especially within, like, uh, American, like, U.S. audiences. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want to give you a little bit of, the, of an idea of, like, the actual, like, insanity that is behind this and, like, how it came about. Um, so, first off, Hololive is technically owned by a corporation called Cover. Okay. And uh, they were established in 2016, so four years ago. And it was originally just a smartphone app that kind of, like allowed for like 3d motion capture of virtual character live streaming so this was all inspired originally by kazuna i who is like a uh, a vtubers like like a virtual musician on youtube mm-hmm. and there's a whole history with kazuna i that we could get into as well it was originally one person then it was two people and now there's te- technically like a bunch of different clones and it's all just different voices <laughs> and stuff like that but the idea behind Kazuna Eye is like a virtual idol of somebody who would sing. And that's what Hololive initially wanted to do. Their founder initially wanted to do. But they wanted to make it more as like a, this is a program you would use in order to do that. Mm-hmm. And after their first premiere of like their first talent, who is a uh, Tokino Sora, um, like they instead kind of started to become a talent agency. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. So, because, like, she was supposed to be kind of like a, here's us showing off the technology we have that you can use if, you know, like, we we provide a platform for. But then it kind of quickly evolved into, we're just going to be a agency. Um, Uh And, like, that's when they started putting out different generations. So, like, Sora is technically, like, the first Hololive idol. She still does stuff. Um, she was, like, super young when she, like, signed on with them, like, or talking, like, in her teens, like, below 18, I think. Sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's 20 or 21 now, but, That's uh, one of my favorite things in the world, is, like, 
<laughs> like <laughs> virtual characters aging. Yeah. Like like it, it blew me away. Like not to too, go off of too too far on a tangent, but like I've been like kind of keeping up with the gorillas like since they yeah, like came Noodle out. And, like and Noodle like was them, like a little eight yeah. year old, and like now it's an adult. I'm like, wait, hold on, like <laughs> yeah. And then, like, 2D's getting old, and, of course, Russ looks the same, because Black Don't Crack, baby, but, yeah. like, everyone's getting old. zombie, so. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, uh, wait a minute, you, you guys are supposed to be the same age forever, like, like no. Yeah. Like, well, and, cool. and, and part of it with them is, like, that. I'm, I'm talking about, like, the talent behind it is, you know, aging as well. Um, right. Mm-hmm. But, like, they started putting out generations, so there was, like, the zeroth gen, as they call it, which, you know, was a group of, I think, five people. And as, like, they started to gain more popularity, it was very slow at first, but they started putting out more and more generations until they kind of really hit their stride with um, the, I don't want to get this wrong, but the they, they created a branch that was called Hololive Gaming, <laughs> because okay. originally the idea was that they were all idols, like, as a, um, in a traditional Japanese sense, where they were supposed to be, like, a... Oh, there's one famous idol group that's like AK something something. Oh, um, AKB forty nine. Yeah, AKB forty nine. Yeah. Oh yeah, didn't they do a song for Wreck It Ralph? Yes. They, I did think. they do the Sugar Rush song? Yeah, I think they did the Sugar Rush song. Yeah. So like that. Forty eight. Yeah. Hollow Live was by its founder directly like he directly said that he wanted to make something like AKB forty nine. Forty eight. So forty eight. Whatever. Yeah. Just let you know. <laughs> It's the number of girls, right? It's a huge yeah, group. It's a very large group. Oh my, that's crazy. And so that's what that's he, awesome. That's what he wanted to do, but with these like virtual YouTubers. Um and there's all sorts of memes now about his dream being destroyed. Because, you know, trying to create these like very pure um idols on the internet turned very quickly into like just some absolute like you know, internet goblinoids. Like <laughs> Yeah. You decided um, to make gamers. What did you like? <laughs> well, so the the oh, gamers thing was kind of like born out of like the the girls not always wanting to stream music stuff. Like they you're mm-hmm. like, what else do you want to stream? Like what else can you stream on YouTube? And it was video games were pretty quickly like the the thing to do. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So they all kind of started getting into like more and more into that. Like they have a Minecraft server. They have <laughs> like you know. Uh, like that they all share like all of the japanese branch shares a minecraft server all of the english branch shares a minecraft server all of the indonesian branch sits on the japanese server for some reason i don't really know um but you know so they've like expanded into different like uh territories including china which actually just shut down like this month and uh the u.s and when they they expanded into the u.s mainly because of uh the success of the hololive gaming section mm-hmm. that's where like most people probably got their first example of it which was from Korone, who is a dog girl and she inspired the ikumbokum meme which i know you two have seen i think so yeah where um because she was playing Explain. through uh so she was playing through banjo kazooie the for her first time ever and whenever you pick up a mumbo token in that game which is like a, a currency that you need it makes the noise ikumbokum Right, and she is... thought it. <laughs> yeah. And she thought it was so funny that every time she saw one, it, she thought that's what they were called was oh, ikumbokums. No. So she would just she would scream it every time she saw it and pick them up. Um, oh my god! And I know you're going to say that that seems somewhat insensitive, but I need to to discuss also that there were multiple previous girls who played through Grand Theft Auto Five. <laughs> and oh no, 
not a lot of them really know a whole lot of English. In fact, most of them don't. Like, there's a like, you, you, it's less like I can count on one hand how many of them actually speak decent English. Uh, there's a, mis- a specific mission in um, Grand Theft Auto Five where one of the characters says the N word in a f- in like a funny way. Like it sounds oh, yeah, silly, yeah. right? Yeah, he I'm sings not it at say you. It. Yeah, he like sings it at you. So these people who are streaming it and who don't know what that word means just think it sounds funny, and then they say it too. So there were a series of like five or six of them who said that, um, which is how like they kind of got the attention of a uh, like 4chan and like Reddit and kind of like like that's like that's what kind of sprung they're it like, into hey, like they're saying our word yeah, yeah. Like, hey they're saying the gamer word i like how it's like there was this great <laughs> thing that's happening and 4chan's like who gives a shit like but there's racism like ooh, hey <laughs> well i don't think i don't think it was specifically Dude, saying the n-word yeah i don't yeah. think it was specifically like... racism at that point because it wasn't on like the video gaming board that it caught popular like popularity it was on like the the jp board which is like specifically about japanese culture oh that's... like somebody somebody posted a clip like this is like can you believe that they did this and then awesome. like some people were like oh that's really like that's funny like because people are like oh like they don't know what that word means no, no. Like, of course i get it like no i'm not saying it's not funny i just want to laugh at the fact that you said i don't think it was based on racism because it wasn't on the video game so yeah look yeah like I mean, I can't I can't say that you know something being based on the N word isn't based on racism in a way, but no, at the same I'm time, like that. yeah, um, so like that kind of like started to get people to look like they all started watching different streams of theirs, and that's kind of what sprung it into like more popularity in the American audiences. So much so that then there was a um, I want to say in the fifth generation of no the fourth generation of hollow what i gotta fucking look this up sorry now I'm getting all my facts uh it's all good that's no, uh we, I, we, as you're looking that up like i could take a break yeah. to, to mention some of this stuff and to say <laughs> that like there's obviously there there's some racism involved with the humor of like seeing like little waifu characters yeah. saying the n-word but i do know i'm not going to say that people shouldn't be aware but i'm willing to understand why people don't know things. I remember <clears throat> back in college, we had, uh, there was a lot of foreign students, obviously, at a institution, like, uh, as big as Pitt, and we were talking about how different things were bad, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of, like, black students in the class, so, like, sometimes we would, like, say the N-word or, or like, have it written down, and the one girl was like, what does that mean? I'm like, what? <laughs> and like, even the white kids were like, uh, and we're like, wait, what do you mean? What does that mean? She's like, I don't, I don't know what this word is. <laughs> and someone's like, Google it. And all the rest are like, don't Google it. No, don't type yeah. that. It's yeah. we're like, it's a, it's like a slur, like a, like a bad, you know, it's, it's a racial thing to say. And she's like, well, uh, like, okay, well, what's like one for white people and we all looked around like there's not one to quite the same degree and now we have to explain like the history, the history of, of american yeah. racism of, like, yeah. <laughs> why there's an n-word but there's not really one for white people an that's equivalent yeah, yeah. because if Which, we if we do that then it's going to seem like the n-word's not that bad and we right I, that would be worse so we're like uh i don't know we don't have time for this today but we i would recommend not to say this word at all if you can at all help it yeah and if you do i don't have your back so because it's it's one of those things where unless you are raised in like a specifically like 
English speaking country, you're probably not going to ever hear that word and have any context associated with it. I would imagine, you know, uh, like, she was aware of, like, black racism, you know, yeah. you can't not be in this world at this point, but to have not heard that specific word, at least in 2009, yeah. um, I can understand if maybe you weren't, like, really online, or if all your friends were, like, mostly just Chinese people, because you're from China, uh, most of my friends were Americans, so I yeah. can understand if you just hadn't heard that in any context, but I think if you're from anywhere that's even remotely Western culture, you don't have that excuse. Like, yeah. if you don't speak English, I think you have to, you'd have to be in what I guess we call what Eastern culture. And even then, if you're like in, in Japan, I feel like Japan, I feel like almost knows, but I don't know. I mean, it Japan's doesn't. got to sub- know better because they sure do love to appropriate. <laughs> yeah. But at the same culture. time, like, I, I'm not surprised that they wouldn't understand what that word means yeah. in like a greater context. In like context. a deeper context. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's um, true. But uh, anyways, I was the the <sighs> the one I was trying to remember. It's a fourth generation named uh, Kiryu Koko. Um, she is fully bilingual, speaks English and <laughs> fluent Japanese, um, and she's kind of the reason. Like her popularity, like surged hugely because she spoke a lot of English, and that mm-hmm. kind of and she she was a driving force to get uh, Hall Alive to create an English branch. Um, just to give you an idea of her popularity, like. Even as of just like a couple months ago, maybe even like, I don't even know if it's still true, but so YouTube streaming has a function that is called Super Chat where you donate money and it like populates your chat in like a different color and like the streamers can see them in a separate window. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a way to like be like, here's money and also here's my message. Yeah, it's like um, do- it's like donations in Twitch kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. She was the all time highest Super Chat earner on YouTube, period. Nice. I'd um, love to see him. it. Yeah. Which, like, YouTube streaming isn't as popular as Twitch or anything, but, like, that's still a pretty big accomplishment. Being the top of the platform is an achievement, I think. Yeah. So, like, this is... What I'm trying to suggest here is, like, this is bigger than it seems from, like, an outside perspective. Uh-huh. Um, because, like, I'm still relatively new to understanding and, like, learning about all of the different, like... Because every different idol has their channel and all of the different things that they do. And, like, they have a concert coming up this month. I don't even know what that is. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, But so she was the one who pushed them to open up an English one. And that was where, like, kind of cover and Hollow Life took, like, a really big risk. But it turned out to be, like, the mo- one of the most profitable ones they could. Hey, because... Gotta risk it to make the biscuit. Yeah. So the entire fifth generation of the Hollow Live... Uh, or sorry, the entire English generation, which is five people who are doing Hollow Live English, all of them reached at least 100,000 subscribers on their channel before they even had their first stream. Um, the, Oof. yeah, their most popular one is now sitting at 1.5 million. She hit 1 million within two months. Oof, that's, that's a big, some, uh, big market. Yes, yeah, some of the fastest growing channels on YouTube uh, are like, like they they average something like between one to ten thousand subscribers a day. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I, um, I, I want to understand you... it too. You know. Yeah. yeah. Did you clarify that these are like these are virtual yes, people sorry, or like they're, real they're... real people with virtual? Correct. It's kind of like an inverse Vocaloid. <laughs> Um, uh-huh. these are real people controlling virtual avatars in order to stream. And like, they kind of, Hollow Life specifically has them create characters behind their streamer, like, like a streaming personality almost. Like each of them uh-huh. 
obviously isn't just streaming as themselves. Like, probably some of their character traits are there, but, like, it's, you know, Kiryu Koko is, like, a, a Yakuza boss. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. like, unfortunately, do you think, like, the closest analog would be, like, a Dr. Disrespect situation where, like, he's not yeah. that person? He's pro- he's an yeah. asshole, probably, but that's his, that's not his government name. <laughs> I yes, bet. obviously. <laughs> and, and like, you know, you know, like, there's some things to be said of like, you know, they create these characters like Corone Cor- is like a uh, a dog girl who works in a bakery. And her character is that she's like super energetic and like very like uh, the, the term that I've seen used is genki girl, which okay, is like literally just means like energetic. Yeah, girl. Like, <laughs> um, lively. Yeah, lively. But like, you know, they all like the ones who live in Japan at least seem to all have at least met in real life because they have a studio there for when they do like 3D events, which that's a whole other branch that I whole will get into. Hole. Basically, once they each reach 100,000 subscribers, Cover creates a 3D model for them so that they can go into their studio and do like motion capture. Like they get in like full motion capture suits and it's actually pretty impressive technology and they like all interact with each other. And like do skits and do concerts and stuff like that, um, but it's in wild world we live in, man. Yeah, it's very very strange. But at the same time, I am falling deep into like the getting into like just watching <laughs> it because it, it's it's interesting. Like it's you know like they all have these interesting interactions with each other. They do like collaboration streams with each other. They do different events. They like I think the last time I was on our show, well, you know, sorry for being off last week. No, I was I was talking you. about the uh, the Minecraft sports festival, you know, um, that was like yeah. thirty of them <laughs> getting together to make this event happen. It's it's very interesting to see the amount of dedication and like the amount of work they're all putting into it. And um, you know, they they do have a male branch as well called Hollow Stars. Mm-hmm. but they are not nearly as popular like i think their mm-hmm. top one has like eighty thousand subscribers um but they're the also power of horny people who want virtual waifus on the internet yeah you know like that is to some extent that is part of it um though i will say if if any of our listeners are inclined to look at any of them uh one of the hollow stars named uh Ordon has been doing educational series where he gives lectures on, um, like, he did one on, like, physics and biology. Huh. And recently he's been doing, um, he wants to learn better English because he, re- like, he's, like, kind of one of the first ones realizing, like, oh, like, we just need to be branching out to the English audiences because that's how all of these ones got super popular. Uh-huh. Um, so he's been doing, like, teach me English internet slang streams uh-huh. where he has, like, the chat teach him English internet slang and he teaches them Japanese internet slang. He did one about, like, Japanese traditional crafts, where he showed off, like, you know, traditional art from, like, Japan. Uh, and he did one with food as well. And then he's done one where he wanted people to talk about their foreign foods for him. So it, it's 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 really cool to see the amount of interaction that these, like, quote-unquote idols are having with their audience that you generally wouldn't get if it was not this, like, virtual interaction. Virtual. Yeah. That's um, really cool. Yeah. You know, I, I can't sit here and say, like, every, this is for everyone and that everyone should love it, but, like... No, but it's, like, a big growing thing. Like, I've seen more and more, like, outlets talking about how this is, like, a cool thing or people are into it. Yeah. And... Uh, you, you know, uh, one of the English ones was recently on the Trash Taste podcast. 
Yeah, I've, I've, um, I think I saw them talking to that. I didn't see. I'm, I'm behind on everything, dog. This life's life's a life's a bunch of <laughs> hey, shit. I but, understand. Yeah, I think and, they and, talked about it. Beyond the bot talked about it. Formally, get in the robot. Um, yeah, I think and Jeff Thu from Mother's Basement talked about it. I mean, people you would expect to, but it's not like it's it's not even niche within the anime community. It seems like it's pretty big in general. Yeah, and it, it's only gaining in popularity. And, you know, like, I'm just specifically talking about Hololive. There's a whole other company called Niji Sanji who does, like, a whole other, basically, like, the same thing, but they're bigger. Wow. Um, and then remember, damn. Do you remember the first time you saw a VTuber? Because I remember the it first was, time I found out about them. It was Kazuna Ai. Like, I've listened okay. to Kazuna Ai's music for a long time, so. The first time I became aware this was a thing that people did, even, like, on a small scale, was when, <laughs> was because of Smash Bros., I was looking up reactions because uh, when Banjo Kazooie came out for Smash and Hero did, people were saying like a lot of people were like who the hell is Hero? Like why should I care about that? And a lot of people were like, oh yeah, that's just because you're American. It's like no Americans care, but like yeah, I bet Japanese people didn't care about Banjo Kazooie either. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, you don't know that. Like, so someone's like, yeah, here's actually a compilation from like Japanese Twitch streamers and YouTubers that uh, shows the reaction to both Hero and Banjo Kazooie. And yeah, they were excited about both because a they like they love Dragon Quest a lot more in Japan, I guess, but also just because Banjo Kazooie is a fun looking character that they knew about. But like some of them were streamers, they were like people, people, but some were just like virtual. And I'm like, what? What is this? Like, how's it? Re-? Like, what? Is-? I didn't know what it was. So just take like, this little 3D model moving around. Like, well, I don't understand, but it's kind of <laughs> cool. But like, if I understood what they were saying, it might be more cool. But I got yeah. the hype. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh-huh. So I was like, hell yeah, I'm excited about Sans too. Let's go. Oh, and that's that's another uh, thing that I, I should also mention is that because since they've like now, like specifically within Hololive, they have been become so like internationally renowned. They have like live translators on a lot of their streams where people will sit in chat and like listen to the streams and try to translate them into a language of their choice. So there are like Spanish translators, there are English translators, there are Indonesian translators. That's and then for Damn. yeah, it's, money on the table. <laughs> yeah, it's impressive. And like, I, I didn't even really touch on their Indonesian branch, who almost all of them speak at least Indonesian and English. That's and cool. they just had another generation debut this week, and all of them speak Indonesian and English. <laughs> it's Damn. uh, it's pretty impressive. Um, and you you know, like as far as VTubing goes, like there is also like uh independent VTubers. I've um, seen that hmm. too. Like I feel like Pokemon made a VTube type avatar or some yeah. Twitch streamer made one uh and of one course of they the... got hate for it because people hate women on the internet um, well and, and people are like you know there's still always kind of like a uh adverse reaction to anything vaguely anime yeah there's like that too. you know um mm-hmm. but like the, like a couple other popular ones are like pika me who's like an independent one um i can't there, there's a whole bunch i can't really think I have of a them off yeah yeah just all so like in terms of like being still women on the internet like how much of their identity their like real person identity is protected versus so there was one case where one of the idols got doxxed kind of like before she even really got to like uh start her streaming Uh and it was because her ex-boyfriend recognized her voice and like she also like accidentally had her face show on screen like once when she was test streaming but, like, uh-huh. that video was quickly taken down. But because of that, like, she started getting harassed. And, like, you know, there is still toxic idol culture. Like, and I'm, I'm sure it exists within the American audience, but, like, within mainly the Japanese audience. Uh-huh. Um, 
but like they do it does seem like they are very invested in making sure that they stay anonymous um okay yeah i was curious because like i feel like this like it's a kind of choice you might make be like hey this seems safer than yeah and you know like it's something even for someone like me like i'm interested in doing something like this because like i don't really like the way i look and i don't want to appear on a stream you know so it, mm. it's kind of nice to have like like that, that that level of separation where you're like you can more express yourself through a character uh-huh um but yeah like a lot of them will talk about events in their personal life, but they won't give too much detail. You know, um, that's kind of cool that people might ha- are going to growingly get that option where it's like, I want to stream, but I don't want to be unsafe. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's nifty you, as hell. Ugh. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where I, I think that they're pretty invested in keeping that uh, identity secret. Um, you know, like it was seen as pretty um, out of like the norm for when uh mori calliope went calliope sorry went on the trash taste podcast because in order to be a guest on trash taste you have to be there physically in studio that's just the way they run their show yeah so Mm -hmm. she went there but and then that like everyone was like oh like she physically went somewhere like that's something that like they just don't do yeah (laughs) um did they show her who she physically was or no (laughs) that's even more awesome it's like okay so this person's physically somewhere but we can't see them but yeah. like we know who the V two we know someone knows we know who the they character were. yes yeah <laughs> that's actually and, fascinating in a lot of ways and like there are a lot of people who have dedicated a lot of time to trying to find the quote unquote former identities of these streamers and like cool being a shitbag professionally yeah but the thing is a lot of them are doing it and I don't think it's out of like a um I want to find this person and stalk them down it's more just like where did you come from. Yeah, you know, I, like I think that's the messed up part about it is like a lot of people want to have this. Um, how to put it? They have like a, a drive to have backstory and everything. Yeah. So they're like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, let's try to find this person. Like, but you shouldn't do that. But like, not to like do the Jurassic Park meme or anything. But like, they're really saying, I want to be able to do it because I want the backstory. It's like, did you stop and think about like how this is bad that you're doing this? <laughs> yeah. Like, you shouldn't do this. Well, why not? I I just want to know. Like, I'm just curious. It's like, okay, yeah, you might be, but what about the person who's, like, a piece of garbage, who's not yeah. just curious? Like, you're putting someone in danger, potentially, yeah. for no real reason, other than curiosity, which, like, once you find out, like, you're not going to be satiated. You're like, okay, cool, nine at the beginning of the story, where's the prequel? And then we all know what happens yeah. with prequels, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's definitely one of those things where, you know, I, generally, the fandom disproves of people doing that. That's good. You know, you're you're supposed to just appreciate like it you're supposed to appreciate it for what it is, you know, like occasionally the characters will break the kayfabe of it, you know, they'll, they'll break character mm-hmm. mainly when they're like talking about like, you know, um for example, Pakora who is the a rabbit girl. <laughs> like, um, you know, ba- yeah, ba- yeah. back in my days it was just cat girls and we made Yeah. <laughs> now um, we got but- the whole bestiary over here. But, like, she got a question, like, they'll do, like, a lot of Q&A sessions and stuff, and she got a question about, like, how do I apply to Hollow, like, like how did you get into this and how do I do it? And, like, she broke character and, like, talked about, like, what the process was like and, like, what it's like for her and, like, how it's changed her life. And, like, you know, things like that, like, they, they do break character, but it's generally accepted that, like, when they're streaming, like, they are quote-unquote turned on, like, that is, like, their character, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and you should respect that. And for the most part, the fan base seems pretty wholesome, like, with that kind of stuff. You know, like, if you go over to their subreddit, 
if you go to the discord channels if you go on twitter like it's honestly like one of the more supportive and like kind fandoms i've seen so I've like, noticed that like recently um that fan like niche groups tend to be pretty wholesome and stuff like that um like i've i've mentioned it before but i'm trying to get into doing some hades speed running because i really enjoy the game and it's endlessly fun for me right now and i'm getting my times pretty good but i went and asked the subreddit like hey you know i read the guides and stuff like i tried to put some work in but like i'm having a little bit of issue with like this like is it worth trying to do this one thing or should i just learn something else and i was like oh yeah no problem and they like people were super helpful like just since it's sort of a globalish community um or at least west coast um People are on there like 8 a.m. and 2 a.m., so I don't know where these people are located. <laughs> um, but, and you know, I said, hey, you know, I finally made like, I think like the top times for that are like under seven minutes, and I finally got one that was like under 16. I'm like, hey, I know this isn't a great time, but I'm pretty excited. And everyone's like, bro, who gives a damn like how good your time is? A personal best is the best. Like, my first best felt just as good as my most recent one, so like, just keep doing what you can. Like, man, this is so supportive and nice for people that are really niche into like a niche hobby. People yeah. yeah and and you know like there's a there's a lot of that within the community like they, there's a lot of art art and you like, like just support for the like uh the idols or like the characters and the, the people behind it it's, it's really cool it's uh i hope nice it never to becomes toxic i hope it never becomes toxic <laughs> um, fingers crossed knock yeah. on wood for that one but yeah, yeah. so and, and you know it's it's something that I, I, I honestly, like, I can recommend people going and, like, like looking into. Just, like, maybe watch some funny clips, watch some intro videos. You know, like, they're these are incredibly talented people, and I think they deserve support. Yeah, and there's resources all out there. I've, even if you're just kind of a fan of anime, you may have seen some stuff about it. So, yeah, I suggest looking into it if you can, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Hey, you guys want to hear an ad read? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Always. <laughs> cool. Hey, uh... Where you like coffee? You I love like coffee. black people? You like queer people? Love both those things. Well, great. Yep. We're sponsored. Well, sorry, all three of those things. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I put them in groups, little groups, yeah. little, little digestible groups. Uh, but yeah, we're sponsored by Grinding Coffee Company. Uh, they're a black-owned, LGBTQ plus-owned uh, coffee company. Uh, fair trade and all that. They have lots of good flavors. And yeah, they're helping us out. We're helping them out. And if you follow the link in the description and use our offer code Character Reveal, you get thirteen percent off. They have lots of good flavors. Steph can vouch for that. So Heck yeah. Well, I, I can vouch for one of their flavors. I've tried the Mexican <laughs> chocolate one, and it is oh, very good. Hey, having one good flavor means you, you don't have 100% bad flavors, and that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I would imagine one good flavor is a sign of many other ones. But yeah, they've been uh, yeah, a, a pleasure to work with. So yeah, follow that link. It's holiday time, so see if there's anything you like there for you and your friends. Yeah, buy, buy your friends some coffee. Yeah, and if it's you a, don't... If you and your friends don't like any, you can buy it for me. Yeah, buy Eric some coffee. Yeah. As soon as he set up his uh, VTuber persona <laughs> and has like a PO box, you can mail it to him. Look, I will say I wanna I wanna end the VTuber thing with there are currently tryouts for English VTubers for Niji Sanji, and they don't discriminate by gender. So I'm just saying. <clears throat> do it, 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 do it. Yes. Nice. And then you can buy me coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie. Yeah? You said the magic word. I want to give you a prize. Beep, beep, what beep. magic word? You said persona. <laughs> did I? <laughs> yeah. Lads, we did it. We got a Western release date for Persona 5 See, Strikers. 
I knew we were what getting a fucking one. mysterious world it is that I just randomly said that word. <laughs> right? <laughs> when we had news about it. <laughs> what a great world. No, yeah, I knew we were going to eventually get it and eventually get a Western release date. However, I was just shocked that it was like, I'm not shocked, but sad. I think more more so sad, um, especially in a year where Sega hasn't given me any Sonic announcements. They've done very good with the Yakuza series and bring. Oh like, my doing god, they've series. done so good! But it's like, hey, <laughs> just give me a crumb of Sonic news, please. Like, I don't need a game to come out, but like the 30th anniversary is next year. It'd be cool if like we had an inkling that you weren't going to start working on a game for his 30th anniversary, the year of his 30th anniversary. Oh, like, please yeah. don't pull a Sonic 06 and tank the game series again. But uh, yeah. Persona 5, now called Strikers for some reason. Um, Previously called Scramble. Scramble yeah. Um, which, a, honestly, I think Scramble was a better title, and they should have just kept it. I don't yeah, know why Strikers... Why, why did they change that? Scramble didn't sound uh, violent enough. Yeah, I guess, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like American Kirby is hardcore syndrome, you know? You've got to make <laughs> yeah. it tougher. But yeah, it's a Musou-type game, and we're, we got a Western release date. It's like February 21st, I think. Yes, and you um, know it's a Musou-type game, which means you know your boy's going to play it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> now, the thing that I didn't see coming, I saw it eventually being hey. released. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oops. The thing that I hadn't predicted was that there would be also a Steam release. Yeah, that, that was a, that was shocking to me. I think that's Atlas is kind of starting to move more towards doing that. Like, I think they saw a lot of success with the release of Persona 4 Golden on Steam. Yeah, and, like, uh, what a surprise that people will buy your game when you give them the chance to yeah, buy weird. it. It's like, you Well, know. Atlas is like a weird corporation that is still like, they still don't like people streaming their games. Like, you know, it, they're, they're still a little bit outdated like that. Yeah, I get uh, I get that. And if I was ha- if I had a big Here's the thing though, like nobody who's like wants t- to witness it is going to watch that. You know what I mean? To that degree. I don't th- witness me. I, yeah, like anybody who's really invested in buying your game that close to release is going yeah. to be watching a stream. Either either they're going to buy it themselves or they're going to wait till they can afford it, I think. And the people that well, are going to watch it are the people who probably don't have time or can't afford it and I don't think we should rob them of the experience. Yeah, I, th- I I mean, it's like they still don't want people streaming like Persona 3. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, hashtag let Mori Calliope stream Persona 3. Uh, <laughs> I don't want... What s- kind of animal girl is she? Uh, she's not. She's uh, She is a Grim Reaper. Oh. Yeah, the most dangerous game, human. Yeah, she, uh, <laughs> she's... Um, <laughs> She's one of the English ones. She actually recently had a full one hour and 40 minute stream where all she did was beg Atlas to let her stream Persona 3. <laughs> so Amazing. She, yeah. So a real gamer. Yes. A yeah. real gamer. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to playing it. I don't know. The dilemma I now have is which, which console I want to play it on. Like, well, I could stream it if I play it on PC, but I could also have like a nice Switch game to play again. Yeah. I haven't had, or I can use my partner's PS4. Which is going to definitely run it better than the Switch will. Like, yes, I'm, for sure. <laughs> so, like, uh, it is kind of weird that it's getting a PS4. I mean, I guess it was PS4 in Japan, but it's one of those things where, like, hey, the PS5 is out. <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't wait this long to like localize your game, like, yeah. because then it's going to be on outdated <laughs> software or outdated. Yeah. I think that's why it's coming to Steam so they can get more people to buy it. Yeah, probably. Um, and also Xbox, I think it's coming to right. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, um, I mean, if it's coming, yeah, a little to Steam, bit everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, there's that. And you want to talk about kings for a little bit? Some, kings? Yeah, we have lots of kings going on. So we want to bring up the debate, not the debate, but the championship between Alton Brown and Guy Fieri, <laughs> uh, round two. 
Um, only because I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, because you missed last week, and I know you want to talk about them. Alton Brown still sucks, and Guy Fieri's doing great stuff. What's the headline from Bloomberg? He's raised more than... Yeah, has uh, supported more out-of-work workers than Congress has. Yeah, Yeah, he raised more than $21.5 million in seven weeks to assist unemployed restaurant workers. So, like, the dude has... the thing about it is he has continued to be a meme the whole time, but has, like, transcended just being a meme to being, like, a badass, like, awesome dude. Like, Yeah. You kind of have to wonder, does he, like, know that he is a meme and, like, does he resent it or does he just not care and is, like, continuing to do the things that he wants to do? I think he's aware of being a meme and I think he enjoys it because Instagram, like, has him photoshopped into, like, he's photoshopped into a picture of, like, LeBron and Car- Mar- Carmelo Anthony from, like, their draft day. He's like, yeah, great time back then, brothers. Like, and he calls everybody brother, so it doesn't feel racist. Yeah. But, like, it was, like, one of those situations where it's like, guy, we all know you weren't there. Like, <laughs> and you know that we know that. Like, he'll Photoshop himself into pictures. Him or his team or his kids. I don't know who's doing it, but it's on his personal Instagram. Yeah. And it seems to fit Is it kind of like, kind of like how Matthew Lillard leaned into the Shaggy memes? Yeah, I think it is. Um, I know he, Guy, the only thing he doesn't love, it's not like he hates it, but he, he finds it weird that people latched onto the bowling shirt thing. He's yeah. like, I just, like, they just gave me one, like, one day on a set, <laughs> and people just thought that was, like, my whole personality. <laughs> like, so now people will, like, throw shirts, like, to me, like, when I'm, like, speaking on a stage or something. And he's like, thanks, but like, I don't, I'm not that in love with these shirts. He doesn't really wear them that much either, so... Uh, but no, good guy, guy has raised yeah. a lot of money for people. So, yeah, it, it's it's one of those things where like uh, you know I can remember back in like college, and I I think that's when he first like started having his stuff like late two thousands, early twenty tens, mm-hmm. like just dunking on Guy Fieri because easily oh, dunkable yeah. caricature of yeah. himself, like a, like a silly man, you know? Yeah, but, and like but, kind of like having a somewhat some sort of respect for Alton Brown because like I enjoyed his like uh his food science shows and like yeah, stuff like eats. that. Yeah. And then only to realize like, oh no, he's a piece of shit. Like <laughs> Well I think the Alton Brown versus Guy Fieri debate is kind of a uh the situation of, oh, this is what respectability politics looks like within white people. Like, cause guys sort of you know, not I don't want to say low class, but like, hey, it's fun. You know, he like puts like donkey sauce on his food. He like really enjoys diners. Like, he's just overly nice to people. Like, not to be rude, but he, like, actually, he just enjoys people. Like, he won't insult oh, your man. food. He'll just say it's not for me. That kind yeah. of stuff. You know. Whereas Alton Brown was. Guys, wears I have suit, a you know? <laughs> fucking nuclear ta- take. Okay. <laughs> the this this dichotomy is every single YA love triangle. <laughs> In a nutshell, the dichotomy of the, like, nice, like, blue-collar working-class dude versus the, like, swanky, like, intellectual upper-class dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Who turns out to be a Republican. (laughs) Yeah, who turns out to be an asshole. Furthermore. I said that already. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, repeating. Not only is it a YA trope, but it is... Alton Brown is the boyfriend you have at the beginning of a Hallmark movie, and Guy Fieri is the guy you meet in Christmas Town, aka Flavor Town, that teaches the meaning of flavor <laughs> at holidays that you leave for the douchebag guy. That's that's what this is. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. You love to see it. It's great. But he's a good dude. Um, yeah. Homestuck shouldn't have made him a bad guy. 
Yeah, that's the one thing that Homestuck was wrong about. <laughs> the, the one, one thing. thing. <laughs> the one thing that hmm. Homestuck was wrong about. Okay. Zagreus Agreed versus Daphne. <laughs> Uh, at the White House. And Jugglos were there, too. Another thing they were wrong about. Jugglos are actually great dudes. They're, like, super, like... Yeah, Jugglos yeah. were also good guys. Jugglos, so, they, so Jugglos as a fandom are... ICP themselves are still kind of fucked up. <laughs> that, I will attribute that to ignorance from everything that I've been able to gather. Yeah. Like, the one dude loves his daughter. Like, is like if she wants to be yes, a furry, that's great. Yeah. I'll buy... Like, you know, it's like, okay, so you have... You have room to improve, but you have room to be worse, so I... Yes, no, like, I, I, I'm not gonna say that they're, like, terrible people, it's just more like, I think, as a whole, their fandom outshines them. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's just, that's, yeah, that's just something that that's happens. That's just science. Yeah, <laughs> that's just science. Yeah. Uh, another another king, um, if we want to talk about this, our uh, yeah. good old uh, Elliot Page came out this week, so good for yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it was a very yeah, awesome good stuff. moving statement, and it was like one of the first time I saw like um, news articles kind of like address it in like an actual respectful way, like instead of dead naming. Yes, person? instead of dead naming the person, or instead of misgendering them, or like you know, causing controversy over it, it was more just like straight reporting of like this is like Elliot like, Page. using his new yeah, name. Yeah, like. like I'm glad news outlets did good respectful statements um because all the people i saw talking about it were respectful but weren't helpful so i saw like a lot of people talking about elliot page i'm like who the hell is this like I don't, i've never heard of this person yeah. and then I, I searched on google yeah. and they're like hey star of these things Elliot page so i was easily able to put that together i'm like oh that's great good for him another short king out there you know <laughs> because i believe <laughs> no i lots of people no know. no yeah i agree and a lot of hey, people I'm are like, "Oh, he, he he's short and very very adorable." And I'm like, "Hey, we need more we need more short king representation. Not for me. I'm good to go. I'm five eleven. <laughs> I'm in the. But we um, wear the same pants size. <laughs> look, look. That's just because magic, you know. Like magic is <laughs> magic. Friendship you just is have magic. short legs. Look, I'm just going to speak here as a tall person. I'm going to say that the world is biased against me because there are too many things I can hit my head on. So that's fair." <laughs> you know the world is biased towards like a medium height and yeah. i think that height is five nine probably i don't know people told me i'm tall but i was like well, i grew up i was the short i was the short one out of all my friends i'm shorter than my younger brother most of the dudes we hung out with so i got to college people like damn you're one of the tall guys i'm like get the hell out of here <laughs> <laughs> anyway so you know props to him he's still gonna keep getting his roles uh, so that's good. Lots yeah. of shitty bad yeah. takes from conservatives, so just remember to block them and report their, like, transphobic yep. shit. Yep. Now, if people don't like hey. his roles, you're still allowed to do that, because, you know, art's subjective, but don't be a transphobe. Just want to point out that we're, like, you know, maybe third, like, 40 days from the potential for Donald Trump being banned from Twitter. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> oh, man, I hadn't considered that. They'll be like, yo, <laughs> we have no reason to archive you no more, dog. You need to get the hell out of here with that shit. Yeah. So yeah, cool. God. Maybe they can yeah, all fuck yeah, off the was... parlor. Yeah. <laughs> Give their uh, social security numbers to everyone on the internet. Yep. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, it was um a really nice, like, just kind of situation all around. And, like, his statement, like, we talked about this offline, but, like, 
Also, like, oh, I, I sound like a fucking corporate shill. We were online talking about it, but we weren't in the current thing that we were doing. I hate it when people say, let's talk about that offline. And what they mean is I will send you an email. Um. Oh, yeah. I mean, I assumed you meant like off air, which yeah. that yeah, doesn't sound air. right because we're not live. So, like, I think offline yeah. would actually work here without being snooty. Life's hard, God, fam. Um, <laughs> life's hard. But yeah, but yeah, as we were talking about um, like his statement, like it did a really good job of kind of striking the balance between um like acknowledging that being trans is something that is still very marginalized while also acknowledging that as a white trans person that he has a lot more privilege than like a lot of like not especially as a like white trans celebrity has a lot more privilege than like black and latinx trans people yeah yeah so that's, that's good to like, acknowledge those things. Yeah, like calling attention to other people's more serious struggles. Yeah, especially in, a, I guess, a week where I think, um, not to get too serious, but I believe Laverne Cox and some friends were uh, attacked earlier that, that week. So, like, mm-hmm. and Laverne Cox is, like, really famous, like, <laughs> so it's, you know. Yeah. You know, like, trans misogyny, misogynoir, and stuff like that, like, shittiness against black women people trans people really like pick your flavor this is tons of shittiness everywhere so it's it's good to recognize those things as well that said it's not like it's easy or anything it's just it's good to recognize other people's struggles while you're around so yeah Yeah, so kudos props to him for some king shit so yeah yeah um also yeah i think he said the pronouns are he they and i've seen threads on Mm -hmm. line and saying if someone tells you the pronouns are one, a variety of things. Yeah, well, like a gender and a non-gender. Like, don't only use the gender one. Um, mm-hmm. So that's something I have to learn personally as well. Because if someone says use use A and B, my natural response is to just always just go with A. a. Yeah, but yeah. that may be them trying to like make things less awkward for people and not really with the. I don't know. So I always try to like keep a dialogue with people that I know personally that I can trust. Celebrity, I'm just gonna do whatever fits the situation and that's respectful but for friends yeah. like always if, if if you know me personally and you want me to use something specific out of a variety doesn't hurt me to respect you <laughs> <laughs> i res- i drink my respect the homies juice every morning so <laughs> <laughs> he's very hydrated yeah well, it's, 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 it's in- what flavor is this respect the homies juice <laughs> Where do you where do you procure it? Yeah, where do you uh, get it and what flavor is it? Target? Do you have to brew it? Uh, well, it's not stored in the balls, uh, like <laughs> pee is. It's uh, it's, it's it's like friendship. It just kind of it just exists, you know. And it's uh, it's it's sprite flavored. Could I like go like out? McDonald's okay. sprite specifically? Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Yeah, but it doesn't feel the same. So it's. <laughs> You know, it's not respect the homie's soda. <laughs> it's respect the homie's juice. So it's like a flat Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> flat McDonald's Sprite. Well, it's like Weird. A, I wouldn't say it's flat. It's a little bumpy, but yeah. It's the same place you get respect uh, women juice. Why are you asking me these questions? Like, <laughs> it's at the wholesale store. Like, come on. <laughs> the beer distributor. Yeah, duh. It's, at the, it's at the buddy bodega. That's where you get your respect homies juice. <laughs> Can I get it at my local grocery since I'm not in a state that requires me to go somewhere special to get it? Get it at the, uh, what's the, the your weird, like, uh, football theme? The beer zone. Oh, yeah, the beer, the beer zone. zone. That's yeah. where you... <laughs> 
I can get my 40s and I can get my Respect the Homies juice. Yo, let me get a 40 of Respect <laughs> Homies juice and a six pack of Respect Woman juice. And just, uh, just, can I get a liter of white tears, please? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're like, oh, so you mean like not Cobra? <laughs> <laughs> Cobra. What a, oh, wildness, wildness. Um, yeah. yeah, I think in that situation, like, I think I know I definitely know some people who say, like, I if you don't know me that well, I would prefer you use she. But if we're close or I've asked you, like, please use they kind of thing. Like, I personally, like, would lo- just like a mix. That's cool. But like, whatever. Oh, yeah. Like. Also, I, I, I don't know. completely selfishly and no one needs to adjust themselves for me. But I do appreciate when I have friends that are like, oh, anything works. I'm like, cool. Because a lot of my speech, depending on was like, girl, have you seen this? Like, bro, this is awesome. Or like, what up, fam? So like, I feel like I use a gendered, a variety of gendered terms, which I need to break myself mm-hmm. of. I mean, fam isn't gendered. I was no, going to say, I'm like, no. what gender is fam? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, homie juice. Hi, what have you been, have you not been paying attention? It's the same gender as homie. Ah. Uh. <laughs> my homie gendered yeah. friends I, all my, my homies are, my pronouns are homie slash fam <laughs> I feel I don't know if that's <laughs> I don't know if that's transphobic or racist I'm gonna co-sign like it, it. it I like can't it. co-sign it but it's just what you said <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know it's it, it, it's I'm so tired of like Republicans only having one joke of I identify as inanimate object but yeah. like when like queer and trans people like make similar jokes, this shit's hilarious. Like, <laughs> like when like your queer homie tells you, "I identify as depressed." You're like, "Yeah, really." Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, big same. Because <laughs> I, I, I don't know, it's like, different in tone. What, I don't. You think... <laughs> well, because well, yeah, you're not you're not, not be... coming from a place of yeah harm. It, it's it's not being depreciative. It's being like um, or pejorative. It's being like it, it's sad. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. It's it's the difference between it's... punching down and punching up in comedy. Yeah, so. yeah. Don't punch down, but if you want to punch yourself, like I can't, I can't stop you. Yeah. No, that's that's fair. Oof. Uh, um, we've been talking for a while, but I think it's a good one. It, it's we're at full. Po- we're not at full power. We're at full team. So we wanted to. <laughs> um, full power. <laughs> I'm not at full power. I feel like garbage. Actually, I feel less like garbage than I have all day. So that's nice. It's... The power of talking about VTubers. Yes. <laughs> the power of uh, bad jokes. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like... I've, I've been brought back to life by the power of VTubers, said in the style of uh, a pounded in the butt book. Like, <laughs> use that same cadence. Chuck Tingle, yeah. Yeah, Chuck Tingle cadence, brought back to life by VTubers. <laughs> um, something that's not being brought back to life and all my homies are sad ducktales is being canceled because disney are cowards um yeah and like apparently this has been new it's like it's just kind of gotten out recently but like they always knew they were only making a three season show i guess damn i wish they would have told us like right yeah okay see i I heard it was because of like lack of ratings or something Mm-hmm. And people were like, Which you know, sh- no shit, it has a lack of ratings. It's on Disney XD. The only reason I have it is because I have YouTube TV. Like, yeah, like, like I don't. I watched the old episodes on Disney 
plus and my pair and i like my mom still has cable so like we were able to use her thing to log into disney now like yeah it's so hard to watch these episodes same thing happened with cora the new ninja turtles thing got put on in nicktoons you know a satellite channel that like nobody has didn't even know it existed <laughs> yeah it does it <laughs> and there's good stuff on it but like you're never gonna I'm find say it critically acclaimed but yeah it's it's really put everything that's not spongebob Although oh. I think they've been a little bit better about that recently, but yeah, they've been Cartoon also Network SpongeBob is... on it. <laughs> Cartoon Network is nothing but Teen Titans Go like every day. Um, it's at the top of like my my YouTube TV list because you hate it, but I liked watching Rick and Morty, and that was a good way to watch it legally quickly. And Wubba um, Lubba Ding Dong, Wubba Lubba Ding Dong, indeed. But all the time it's Wubba Lubba Teen Titans Go, and that's the only <laughs> thing that's ever on that network <laughs> until eight thirty. So like, <laughs> there it is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so if it's coming to like a satisfying conclusion, which it seems like they're going to have like a story that does end and they're tying up loose threads, I won't feel mm. bad if it gets an ending. You know, all good things do have to come to an end and I'd rather them resolve things than... Than pull a Supernatural? No, Supernatural finished. Ba- like, I'd rather that too. Yeah, what I mean is I'd rather them get an ending but <laughs> than have to just then end. just be canceled outright. Yeah, but I'd also... Would I rather them be canceled outright than... Ha- Pull a supernatural though. Hmm. No, because I don't want Webby to go to super hell for being gay. You know, so like. <laughs> <laughs> which she did kiss both of her girlfriends on the cheek in the most previous, most recent episode. Which, you know, yeah. just you know, con- confirmation further for me. See, I don't personally. I, the thing that bothers me about media with like lesbian tones and like good girl pals, it's like no, no, no. This. These people are lesbians, but I don't know if with with each other. They might be gal pals. Like, are you saying they're not gay? Like, no, no, no. They're definitely gay. I just don't know if it's with each other. I I don't, but I could be wrong. That's rough. That's a strug. Wouldn't that be some shit? They're like, oh, we're not here to queer bait you. We're just here to do regular relationships. Like, what's the, like, we're, we're here to do a will they, won't they? It's like, well, how do we, like, don't, don't, like, make us wait for our gayness. Like, that's already there, fam. Bam. And then you have to just wait for the relationship, which is how a slow burn works. But, like, you have to give us the the confirmation, you know, so we don't have to, like, pine forever. Yeah. I will but, say uh, uh, Hollow Live is very specifically guilty of uh, some Yuri. Queer baiting. Queer, ba- queer baiting. And, and like, I, I think that's just part of, like, the culture. Yeah, th- that's anime, <laughs> but, dog. That's anime, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's one of those things where it's, like, sometimes you're, like, is that the character or is that the person behind it? Because that's tell. That's but. fair. Yeah. That, <laughs> is it queer baiting if it's like a real life thing of someone's like, I think I like this person. It's like I'm being queer baited. Like, yeah, I, I, I'm not queer baiting you with me. <laughs> my, my internal struggle isn't queer baiting. Yeah, like cause there's like specifically like one of them constantly like when she was playing Final Fantasy VII remake, constantly tried to look up Tifa and Ares skirts. Like uh-huh. as a thing that she wanted to do when she was like commenting on their bodies all the time, and people were uh-huh. like, "Oh, haha!" You know, like you're you're you know like the the Yuri that's thing. Gay. Yeah, that's yeah. gay. Haha. But then like she did an interview like later, and they asked her like in the interview like, "What type of man do you prefer?" And she said, "Man, what are you talking about? I have no opinion on that." <laughs> like, <laughs> and so everyone was like, "Wait a second. <laughs> like, so were like, you were you wait. not queer baiting? So <laughs> like, so are you gay?" <laughs> Queer yeah. baiting, or just being a gamer, yeah, all th- or are all three potentially? Who knows? Yeah. What else we got? Um, and then some like industry news. I guess this is still industry news. Uh, Warner Brothers is going to release all their movies simultaneously to HBO Max. 
next year alongside with theaters. And someone would say, how could you possibly release movies to theaters? And it's like, well, the rest of the world took this virus semi-seriously. Yeah. So some places are going back to theaters, but not here's, the United States. <laughs> here's my comment on that. Why didn't you do that all year? <laughs> like, I, I think they thought they were going to be able to hold off on it. Yeah. I think, I think the reason they're doing it now is because they can still get theater money. Yeah. Just not from the United States. And Personally, like, it looks kind of bad to say we're not going to release it to theaters because of one country that's not as big of the revenue as they want to be. Yeah. Speaking of somebody who, like, I don't see a whole lot of movies in theaters in general, like, I don't really miss them. I don't know. There's something more comfortable to me about being like, okay, I'm going to put on this new movie in my home with my home theater system on my comfy, like, couch. I don't have to be wearing nice clothes. I can just be sitting here in pajamas and a blanket. Yeah. You know. No, I, uh... Yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, what it is. I feel like it's only specifically, like, movies, like, I feel like, like, Pacific Rim that I want to see in a movie theater. Or, like, a Marvel movie where you get the crowd reaction as part of the experience. Well, yeah. Because, like, I don't need to see, like... Cats. Some Yeah, like, well, I don't need to see cats full stop. <laughs> but I don't need to see cats in a theater. I don't need to see, like portrait of a lady on fire or like something like intellectual like that on a giant screen like well i, I want to ah damn i kind of would consider that like i feel like cats would have been fun in a theater with like your friends like another like knowing what it is you know what i mean like mm-hmm. not the the it's not so much the theater that was good but like a big house like a sufficiently big house would suffice but yeah i don't know like i i'm just of the like mindset of like i could do that with people in my house and we would only have to pay for the, the movie once rather than each of us buying a ticket right yeah, yeah the only movies that i ironically enough the the movies that martin scorsese said like weren't good movies he was right we were just salty about it but i think he was right and that like they're roller coasters and yeah a movie like uh, endgame is a roller coaster and roller coasters are a lot more fun when it's a ton of people all screaming at once and like hanging out and hearing people cheer and and get wild for it would be a lot more fun than just like watching it at your house. Although if you're just there for the sake of the movie, like I didn't need to go to a theater to see the Sonic movie. (laughs) That's the only movie I've seen in a theater this year. I think I technically also saw that's going to be the only movie you saw in a theater this year. (laughs) True. I saw the My Hero Academia movie in theaters, so I think that was technically afterwards. I saw Birds of Prey twice. So yeah. I think <laughs> Onward was the last movie that I saw in a theater. <laughs> and it was the it was the Friday the thirteenth. Like Friday the thirteenth with two E's. Like <laughs> it <laughs> like, was that Friday. Like Timothy Chalamet and Megan the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, that that is funny. I saw people are now starting to say that like Birds of Prey was the highest grossing comic book movie this year, which mm. is like a semantic Sonic thing. Eraser. Yeah, it's to say like, well, it's not the highest grossing superhero movie, so we'll say comic book movie, which is mm-hmm. funny to me because Sonic has, didn't really start as a superhero. He's more of a video game character. Yeah, and he and also now, was in comics. <laughs> he's also in comics, whereas Harley didn't start in comics either. Yeah. Although yeah. the Birds of Prey did, but that's just kind of funny to think about. Yeah, it's uh, It's, it's all semantics. It's, it's awesome. also that they can put together a list at the end of the year and say we were number one at this, which is something that we want to do. Yeah, that's basically all all this stuff is. Yeah, we're going to do a big list. Oh, last thing, there was a, a big mistake. Not a big mistake, just timing bad. Super Nintendo World, a theme park is coming Man. out like next year, yeah, February 4th. It's going to open up. Yeah, it's, a, it's Universal Studios Japan is like Super Nintendo World. 
and the pictures they've shown like it looks fucking cool like yeah jealous i thought they were making one in america but i guess not so fuck us i guess <laughs> and also like i i think it'll be okay for them to open it there because like disney like uh sea disney is operating at this point like i'm pretty sure theme parks in japan are operating at this point because they actually uh took this seriously yeah. So. Although you should please scream inside your heart. <laughs> yes. Yeah, don't yeah, scream please, out loud. <laughs> please don't scream out loud on the roller coasters. <laughs> Can you imagine yeah. being on a roller coaster just hearing, <laughs> but not hearing any scream? <laughs> It'd be like being at that fucking Miku concert. Yeah, at that Miku concert. <laughs> I, I gotta send that video out because it is absolutely surreal watching it. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Um,. Yeah, um, I guess Nintendo's not super happy with America right now. Like they canceled that one melee tournament. Yeah, because they uh, were they using... also canceled a Splatoon tournament yeah, because so... of their support for the melee fans. Yeah, so they canceled a melee tournament because they were using like a modded version of melee. It's like lets you play online, which you can't do with any legal products. It's not like people are taking money out of. Yeah, Nintendo's and you also po- can't you... do it in America. Like you can't do a physical tournament right now because uh the world yeah like so it's not like we're taking money out of nintendo's pocket but so splatoon players were like yo we're gonna like make our team name like free melee and stuff like that and nintendo's like you thought we're not gonna stream it then yeah so people figure out a way to like stream it otherwise like we're still gonna play like you can't you can't make us not play this game like we can still do this you can't hold us down um so yeah nintendo makes weird decisions surprise surprise yeah but yeah, that's a that's a that's a big chonky boy episode. You yep. were talking about end of the year stuff. Do we want to mention anything about that? Yeah, uh, I think we are looking to make a couple different um, best of the year list. You know, game of the year, probably movie, maybe movie of the year or like cultural event of the year. Have some fun categories. I think is uh, is yeah. an idea. So um, yeah, look forward to that. Hopefully, we get that out before the end of the year. If not, I think we should shoot for it to be like within the first week of the new year. Oh, we can easily get that done before the end of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that'll be fun. I was like, when you, when you first suggested just doing a game of the year thing, like your top three games this year, and I was like, well, uh, I've played Animal Crossing, Hades, and Pokemon Cafe Mix that came out this year. <laughs> so those are my top three games. So I've always, since I don't play a ton of games, I consider any game that's new to you this year. Yeah. Okay, so I played a bunch more of and, that. And yeah. it's also, you know, we can also do, as I said, like more fun topics. Like, you know, um, Giant Bomb was always very popular for doing things like Hottest Mess. And, you know, like... Um, Love that. Like, why would you do this of the year? Like, th- <laughs> things like that, you know. Oh, yeah, we'll have to go, like, through some topics because there's a lot of why would you do this this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, there, there's lots of cool stuff. And I think about the top games that I've played, just for instance, like... I finally played Breath of the Wild, and that still wouldn't be, like, the top game I've played this year, in my opinion. Yeah, because you can do old game of the year, and, like, you know, then if you want to do proper, like, game of the year that actually came out this year, you know, probably not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll do some stuff like that. Let's uh, give us some ideas for topics, if you have stuff like that, anything you want to hear top of. And, of course, we'll do, like, the end of the year special, which will... Be the first year we haven't done it in person. Like, th- throughout the tenure of this whole podcast, it'll be the first year we haven't done it in person. Uh, oh, yeah, I usually go to Dom's house and get trashed there. Or here yeah. at my house. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> You've recorded here before, too. But it wasn't our end-of-the-year oh, yeah. special, though. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, I can't, I, I'm less worried this year. I don't think I, I don't think I'm going to get sick again. Probably so. Like, yeah, apparently so. that's how it works. So it's it's on your safety now, fam. But yeah, we <laughs> we can do something virtual. We, we can still, you know, we can still get wrecked yeah. if we so choose to. Yeah, it just won't be the same. <laughs> Watching you like lay on the floor next to my microphone, like, hey, you awake, fam? <laughs> It won't be the same as Stephanie tries to confiscate my bottle of vodka. See that you're drinking straight from yep. while doing Miku dances. Yep. The American dream, really and truly. But yeah, that that's uh that's Geekly Reveal, fam. Uh, that's the whole episode. Should we mm-hmm. kick a social media business? Yeah, I vote Stephanie does it. Do you want to do it, Steph? That's or do you want sexism. one of us to do? <laughs> no, I'll sexism. do it. <laughs> Um, so if you want to find us on the internet, you can find us at uh, Character Rev on Twitter um, by searching for Character Reveal in the podcast catcher of your choice in your browser at characterreveal.simplecast.fm. You can find us on Instagram at Character Reveal. Um, you can find Dom on the internet anywhere he wants to be found by searching for Brother Dom. You can find me at Steph on Instagram, The Snow Queer on Tumblr, and Captain Steph on Twitter. You can find Eric at Tindy Losi on Twitter. Uh, you can support us and our sponsors by going to grindingcoffee.co slash character reveal and using our code to check out with a discount. Um... Any other good, exciting things? Did I miss anything? You can support any number of VTubers by literally just fo- like face-rolling on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you can uh, find us on Twitch sometimes. Either at Brother Dom or at Character Reveal. Yeah. Just trying to, trying to figure out how to stream more like a good schedule to uh, do streams, but it's hard to get yourself up and going some days, so I try, but... Understandable. Like, no kidding. If you like Hades, Slay the Spire, or Overwatch, I play those a decent bit. So that's a little bit of something for everybody, right? That Those are three wildly different things. Yeah. Very different. <laughs> and sometimes Sonic, because I'm, I'm baby. Anyway. <laughs> He's baby. He loves Sonic. But yeah, listeners, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Geekly Reveal. Please tell your friends how much fun it is. And until next time, see you later. Bye. Bye.